the Elite Soccer Coaching Masterclass, presented in partnership with the League Managers Association. The highlights from Dean Smith. Dean on culture, hearing, seeing and feeling. Culture is a never-ending goal. It's, it's evolving all the time. Um, but I always say if somebody's coming in to watch your training session or walking into your training ground, they should hear it, see it and feel it. So yeah. when they leave, yeah, we can, we can hear it. We can feel that it's a really good environment to learn, to get better, to improve. The standards are there. Um, you know, we can see it. We can hear the people coaching each other and talking. Um, it's the biggest thing for me because if you get that right, then you get a group that's all moving in the same direction. You know, one of the biggest words I think you can have at, at any sporting, sporting football or sporting club is environments. Uh, sorry, uh, togetherness. If you've yeah. got a togetherness where you're all pushing in the same, same direction, it's very, very hard to stop that. Dean's non-negotiables. When we're defending the box, this is what I want. You know, I want us to try and stop crosses. I want the first defender to stop the ball underneath us. The second and third defender looking to go and contact any cutbacks or any crosses that come into the box. So the non-negotiables are, are my go-tos, you know, on the ball, two touching our, in our half, in the opposition half, play free. So they're my kind of non-negotiables a little bit. Um, and then I can build on that from there. Dean's style of play. I talk a lot with the players, build, create, finish. And then three things gives them a picture of where we are on the pitch, what we're looking to do and how we're looking to do it. And without the ball, we work on mid-block, low-block, defend the box. And so it's, it's quite easy then to have them categories. Obviously, you've got the transitions for and against as well. Dean on attacking patterns and creativity. I normally give them three or four different patterns that I like in the final third, but I've never taken away from that individualistic if they see something they can do, do it, try it. You know, if it breaks down in the final third, it's not the end of the world. You know, whereas defending, do it right. Because if it does break down there, then, you know, you're going to concede a shot or a goal. So it's, it's give them patterns, but let them be the decision makers. When you're attacking, find the ball under them. You know, get their defenders facing their own goal. It's what they don't want to do. At any level, defenders don't like going back towards their own goal like the ball in front of them. So work on looking to get the ball, you know, behind them as often as you can uh, to put to make them uncomfortable. Once you get the other side of the penalty spot, then they get in a position where they're defending their six-yard box. So how do you move them? A cutback or a stand-up ball were my two big things, you know, once we got in and around the penalty box because, you know, defenders straight away, they guard the near post, they want to stop the ball underneath them. What's hard to, to defend is a ball that's stood up or the ball that's cut back. Dean on how he picks the team. I probably leave the game on a Saturday night and have my team in my head already for the, the next really? day. Yeah, but it's so open to change then during the week and you, you start assessing the players and how they are. My first eyes on the position will probably be a Tuesday afternoon. So I've done two sessions before I've even got eyes on the position. And, you know, the opposition, I may think, right, We've got a real chance if he plays there against him because, you know, uh, I think he'll beat him with this or or not. Yeah. You know, so uh, you're constantly looking at the players and um, watching what they're doing, how they're acting, uh, their attitude to, to training and just how they are as, as players. You can't always read on a, on a training ground though as well. Some 
some are good trainers, some are bad trainers, but on a match day, you you get to learn the ones who you know you can really trust. But one of my things I always do, I always name the team on a Friday, uh, the day before the game. I always feel that the players need to know they're starting. They can go to bed at night, think about the game, think about what they're going to expect the next day, but always make sure the ones in the squad are also ready should they be needed as well. Dean, on how to deal with players that don't buy in. Education, education, education. <laughs> and I, I always ask them, what do you think the other players are saying about, what do you think the players are saying about you? What do you think they say about you during a, t- a coaching session? What would you like them to say about you? And you usually get to where you, what you want once you've, once you've spoken to them. They start understanding how they're being seen. We've seen classroom idiots before. Do you want to be a classroom idiot? Or, or how would you want to be seen? And I think that's a, it's just a human value. And that's why I think if you, when you talk to players individually, that's how you, how, how you discuss it with them. You know, how do you want to be seen? This is how I think you're being seen at the moment because this is what you're doing. Even better if you've got examples from training and videos of them. Well, listen, this is what we're working on. This is you. You're turning around, throwing your arms up and doing this. Uh, is that how you want to be seen? Very rarely they do. And it's like, yeah, I see that. I'll improve. To read the show notes, access Dean's session plans and view the whole recording, visit elitesoccercoaching.net.